Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast. Another fun-packed episode of How to Start, Grow and Love Your Tutoring Business. Trying to keep it real, keep it common sense. So, I'm recording this exactly one year after the whole of the United Kingdom was plunged into what was euphemistically called lockdown. But actually, I always thought I was being something akin to house arrest. And... As we contemplate the future and look forward to April 12th, when it appears we'll be allowed to go about our lawful business again, then I think we should be planning our escape from this. Of course, everything is still subject to the powers that be which always sounds so much nicer than those bloody idiots in Westminster, moving the goalpost yet again. So for now, I'm going to act on the presumption that we will be let out of house arrest, albeit just a, a little bit of freedom will be returned to us. So time to get ready. Now, what I do want to say is the overwhelming majority of my students are very COVID sceptic because they tend to be very bright. And they are itching to get back in the room, so I'm preparing myself. So that means for me, I have to think of operating in a COVID safe way. Although I think the vast majority of what's been in the news and what's been told is, is complete bollocks, uh, I still have to play the game. I do believe the figures have been falsified. I do believe there's a great deal of scary nonsense being talked about and um, certainly I don't approve of the sinister draconian measures imposed on us but as I just said I have to play the game or I risk a fine just for trying to make a living so I think we all have to face up to some inconveniences first of all we're still going to have to wear these stupid face coverings now, we're going to have to work out how to interpret cues from other than facial expressions. That means we're going to have to listen a lot more closely to language, look at body posture, breathing rates, etc. So, yes, I hate it. I think it's dehumanising, but we'll have to wear a mask. Secondly, we'll have to observe this euphemistically called social distancing. I think it should be called antisocial distancing, personally. And stay two metres away from our students wherever possible. Third, operate a strict no-touch policy. Now, I'm a guitar teacher, and it's always been very common to actually adjust players finger positions and make sure that 
everything is in the right place for them. But that's not going to be a thing I'm going to be able to do. So there it is. Until such time as all restrictions and the threat of punishment is taken off, I can't do that. The next thing I'm going to be doing is I'm making sure there are copious amounts of hand sanitizer and paper towels provided for students all over the place. Now, whether these are actually effective against viruses, I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. I've got to have the stuff there. It's been there all the time. And we're just going to go along with that. I will be displaying warning signs all over the place. Asking people to keep their distance, cover their face up, wash their hands, all that stuff. Furthermore, I'll be keeping daily records of the cleaning regime observed here. My job, as I see, is to cover my arse as best I can. Uh, I'll also be taking more and more contactless payments, either by the little card terminal, which is contactless, or via bank transfer. And all of this is, is driven by the fact that I must provide a full risk assessment which is written and printed and kept pinned to the notice board in my office. Now, I've got to have that in place purely in case somebody asks me if I've done one because if I haven't, I can get into trouble. I can be fined. There seems to be a theme here. So get your risk assessments written, guys. There are loads of good sources out there. Uh, which will provide you with essentially a template that you edit and modify to your own needs. Get it done, put it in the file, and you'll probably never be asked for it. But I can pretty much bet you your bottom dollar that if you don't have it, you will be asked for it. Life's like that. The odds run into about six to four against us. So, wherever possible, I'll still be teaching on Zoom until such time there's there's no friction with face-to-face -face teaching. But that's not been a popular choice with my students. I've lost an awful lot of time and money and presence of students to the unpopularity of the video delivery channel. Uh, the students say that the Zoom lessons are very good, but they're nothing like as good as the real thing. I believe Zoom still has its place for me, as I have remote students all, all over the UK and all over the place. In fact, I've just started teaching a lad in Australia, in Melbourne. But I, know, I love dealing with real people, dealing with them face-to-face -face and directly. It's just crazy fun. And Zoom isn't as much fun. So it's... It's fun, guys, and I want it back. I want the freedom to live and work the way I want to do it without constantly looking over my shoulder all the time. I want to be able to make an honest living by helping people achieve their dreams. I don't want the government or the Gestapo slapping a bloody big fine on me for not following their diktats, whatever their diktat is, this week. And it will change again. Um, 
I believe the whole of the pandemic and the way it's been handled has been a total farce. It's cost all of us a lot of money and it will cost us for many, many years to come. So the sooner we can get back in the room doing what we do best, which is teaching and making a difference, the better it's going to be for all of us. Only time will tell if we really are going to be released from beneath the yoke of these oppressive laws that have been uh, decreed in the name of COVID. I doubt that we will. But then again, I'm a political realist. I've a, a great interest in propaganda and totalitarian systems having lived in the aftermath of two of them in Eastern Europe. And I've always looked at the underlying data and listened closely to the language that's been used throughout the whole of this debacle as it shifted from dying, you know, people dying of COVID to dying within 28 days of a positive test. You know, the language has shifted massively and it stinks of plausible deniability being uh, manufactured. So this has been a little bit ranty because I'm very, very uh, emotional about the whole of the situation that we've been thrown into. And I guess I've recorded this in spite of my scepticism and my lack of belief that we will actually be given a little bit of our freedom back in April without the threat of prosecution for doing something that up until very recently we were encouraged to be doing. Will we get our freedom back long term? Probably not. We will face some erosion of it, I'm convinced of that. But for now, the story goes that we'll be getting some of our freedom back. And when we get it, I'll be ready. I hope you will too. Let me know what you think. I'm always keen to hear what you think. Get in touch. It's info at neilcamera.com. And join me next time on the Tudor Podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.